0: Everyone, welcome back to another episode of Tiwi Janae. I'm your host Janae Kirchner of Brooklyn View Photography, and I'm so excited to have you guys here. Tiwi Janae is where we give real advice, tangible tips, and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. So I'm really excited for this week's episode because we're chatting with my good friends Mike and Lori Orlando of Ava Floral. They are our very first florists on the show, and I'm super thrilled to have them here. Uh, Lori, Mike, and I are lucky enough to work together quite often, and I wanted to have them on the show to ask them a few questions about how wedding photographers and florists can work better together. So a little bit about Ava Flora is that they specialize in creating refined garden-inspired floral designs for weddings and events. They're based in Cold Spring Harbor, New York, and I absolutely love working with them. So I can't wait for you guys to meet them, find out more about their company, their philosophy, and our love of Gar- Gary V. <laughs> so a few things to announce before we begin. I wanted to let you guys know that you can now book a one-on-one coaching call with me Yay! Very exciting. Uh, During these calls, I find out your pain points, the things that you're struggling with and I put together a very detailed oriented action plan uh, for you to work through uh, during our calls together and afterwards and a little bit before um, to get you going on the right path and to help you move forward in your business. So I'm super excited to offer this. Uh, My students are doing awesome. I love hearing all their feedback and getting their reviews and seeing how their business is already growing. So if you're interested, you can go to www.teawitjanae.com to find out more. Also, if you like today's episode, I would love, love, love for you to leave us a review on whichever platform you're listening on. This will help new listeners find us, and I would really appreciate your kind words. So after the show, just head on over, give us those five pearly stars and some great kind words. Thank you so much. Also, don't forget to visit our blog, www.teewithjanae.com. You can read our latest blog post, you can shop the links, you can join our newsletter and our super fun Facebook group. So grab a cup of tea and enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. We've got a brand new episode today. I'm so excited. We have two guests. We have Lori and Mike on the line. Can you say hi? Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Lori and Mike here. We're...
2: <laughs> I'm so excited to have you guys here. Yes, so are we. It's, we've been talking about this for a long time, and it's, and it's finally happening.
0: I know. I know. We had a couple of reschedules, a couple of power outages, yes. but we're
2: back <laughs> yes all kinds of crazy things come up but that's life right
0: I, totally totally but we're back online and we've got you guys here I'm really excited you're our first florist on Tea with Ooh, Chanae, so you're a first so special <laughs> yes totally <laughs> so before we begin let's tell everybody a little bit about you guys who you are your company and maybe a little bit about how you got started
2: Sure. So, um, Ava Flora and every, a lot of people think it's pronounced Ava Flora. It's actually Ava Flora. Um, that comes from the word avant-garde. Um, it's, I thought I was being clever when I uh, was picking out the business name, but I guess I wasn't thinking that everybody would think my name is Ava or that the company name was Ava. But, um, so anyway, we started, um, seven years ago, actually on, um, uh, this past June was our seventh year. And, um, we this is it started out as a retail florist and we had some weddings on the side and then the wedding part of the business really started to take off I, I think because we were offering something different to the area more of an organic aesthetic and so now we're actually at the point where we are kind of taking a break from retail and focusing on weddings and workshops and uh, some other cool projects that we're on uh, um, that are in the works. But, um, so yeah, it's been seven years. And then Mike joined me on the third year and we've been working together ever
1: since.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah.
2: So, so how is it being
0: a husband and wife team?
1: <laughs> it, it has its pros and cons. I mean, yeah. um, you know, you just got to, uh, play, play within your boundaries.
2: Yeah. Communication, and just knowing, I think, like, who, who, where the strengths and weaknesses are for each, each person. So it's, it's definitely not easy. It's not, you know, every day is, um, you know, we definitely have days where we're not agreeing on something or, you know, it's, it's normal, but I think for the most part we get along really well. Um, our, I think our personalities kind of counterbalance each other. I'm a little more fiery and Mike is more calm. So that I think is nice. <laughs>
0: good you, you have the like y- the yin yeah. yes.
2: <laughs> and the yes we are Libras so I don't know if that kind of have that like balance that scale balance right. I think is kind of cool but yeah I just communication is really key just you know with anything just raising a child it's 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 all about communication
0: I know I know well you guys have a son right he just turned one or he's going to be almost he'll be in December
2: yeah he's 19 months right now
0: oh my goodness he's so cute he's
2: He's (laughs) lucky he's cute he's a he can be a handful sometimes (laughs) that's so so when you guys are at work who who watches the baby
1: (sighs) we have a people (laughs) yeah we have a nanny who is a friend of the family she's great and uh we put him in uh daycare three days a week
2: and my mom helps out when we have wedding setups on the weekends so it's, yeah, we have like a whole village for Jake <laughs> that, uh, that helps out.
0: No, that's awesome. I feel like with, with Tilly, I had to do the same thing. So I yeah, hear ya. and
2: I think it's, <laughs> I think it's good to have different sources instead of just relying on one person or place just in case you need a backup or need to just, I think it just allows for more flexibility sometimes with scheduling. So it, it works. It's, it's, it feels messy sometimes, but it works.
0: Yeah, That's awesome. So let's chat about what it's like to be a florist. I feel like I am obsessed with your designs (laughs) and I I love working together. So I guess, you know, for me and my listeners, it's like, you know, we want to kind of know like, what is it like to create and design a couple's wedding day?
2: yeah it's it's really inspiring it's definitely our favorite part of floristry you know this is um it's like a it's like a big picture and every wedding we have is so unique so our job is always it's always changing the color palettes the seasons um the personalities the venues it's always every week is it's different so it's fun and exciting in that sense but then it's also a lot of hard work it's it's a very physical job which I don't think a lot of people know unless they're actually in the industry um, doing this job. Um, there's a lot of lifting, a lot of carrying and running around and standing, and right? It's, it's a very physical job. Getting wet. Getting wet, <laughs> getting dirty. It's not glamorous. <laughs> um, we're not playing with flowers all day. That's actually a very small part of our job. Um, there's a lot of planning and lo- with logistics and um, ordering and recipes, a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes um that's just much more than the actual flower designing part of it but but yeah it's it's a really rewarding job it's a very creative job and yeah
0: yeah I feel like that's the same with photography people think oh you take pictures all day that must be awesome and I'm yeah. like well that's really just 10 percent of exactly. the whole thing because it's re- <laughs> yeah it, I didn't realize that it would be so like a such a I don't know. Hard, I it guess is, hard. is the word, or just so yeah. much work. And your day
2: is actually longer than ours. Like when when reception starts, we're out of there, or even actually before reception. Um, usually before the ceremony, um, we're we're kind of done. Our day's done. But you you still keep going. You and and wedding planners. I give you.
0: I know. Yeah, the the, the planners are the energizer bunnies. Like they do, yes. you know, the the late light stuff. But yeah, I think we all. It's so interesting to hear. So how so? How do you guys make like their vision of reality? Because sometimes I just feel like the flowers just make the space. Like it's just it's incredible what you guys can do.
2: Yeah, for sure. I and mean, I think that's really those are the weddings we're trying to focus on going forward. Is really how we can transform a space and really make create an experience for the guests and for the couple, just something that maybe they haven't seen before. And um, so we we really work off of a lot of inspiration images in the beginning. We create really comprehensive proposals that are uh, very detailed and um, have a lot of images based on the season and the color palette that the couple is working with and um, just kind of work from there. It's it's a, it's a whole work in progress, really, um, from the first day that we speak to them up until the wedding day.
0: Yeah, I love that. It's so good. And I know, like, as a wedding photographer, I know the importance of getting great photos for the florists and all the other vendors. Like, it's so, it's crazy to me when I work with somebody that says, oh, they didn't get the pictures or they, they couldn't use any. And I, you know, I always want to make sure I get you guys like the best pictures possible. So, uh, so since we're on the, you know, I have you guys, you know, how do you approach this with a, the photographer or the planner?
2: Yeah.
1: Well, the photographer, um, I mean, both really the number one thing is communication. Whenever there's a lack of it, it just, you know, things get lost in the shuffle and, um, that, that's the main
2: Yeah, I think like reach, well, we love to work with you and you're so thoughtful. And and I love how you really care about all the details. And so I think right off the bat, it's a good fit if the photographer, the planner and the florists are all on the same page and really love details. They love flowers. They love the stationery and can work together as a team to uh, enhance the photos for the day so that the couple it's just more memorable for the couple And so I think just Mm -hmm. reaching out ahead of time, reaching out to the photographer, especially if it's someone that you haven't worked with before, just introducing yourself and um, saying, hey, can we talk about the stuff that we're creating for this couple, you know, we have some really cool installations or her bouquets, the bouquet for the bride is going to be really special, we're using these really amazing roses Mm -hmm. from California, you know, I, so I think also like sharing your enthusiasm for the flowers might get the photographer kind of excited about the work too especially if they haven't worked with us, maybe they don't know who we are and um, just kind of getting an idea of the, the aesthetic that we specialize in. So.
1: Yeah, we rarely get, we get like a handful <laughs> back a year. Yeah. And it's a very small amount that we get back. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy to me. I, I don't, don't get, get it. it. Either. No,
2: not everybody's <laughs> like you, Janaye. <laughs> I
0: I know. It's so it's so you know, I've done um I've had a T with Janae episode about sharing um the photos with the vendors and it's a you know it's a very hot topic. Yeah. But um for my listeners who have been with me since the beginning, they know that I really think it's important to share and share with the vendors and share freely because of the residual effects of sharing. And you you guys are on and you're saying you I don't know, let's say you do fifty weddings a year and you're getting back ten percent. You know, like that's That's not enough. Like, where are the other weddings? Like, you need to, you want to share your work and work with the same photographers and recommend people. And I really feel like it should be one happy family, you know. And obviously, there should be rules and guidelines. Like, you know, you can't make a billboard of it and not pay me or, you know, like that. But you could post it on Instagram and and share it. So I I am a firm believer of that for sure.
1: (laughs) And it's free marketing and free networking, you know. It's like, it's kind of a loss if you don't share it.
2: Right, there's you know, power. You that we right. share
1: it and then, you know, it just, it, it is funny that we really...
2: Yeah, not everybody has that team mindset, but I, I feel like it's, it's getting better. I feel like the industry is kind of shifting to a more positive team mindset. I, we're noticing that. And also, I think on our end, just being more selective with the weddings that we're taking on and, and basing a lot of our bookings on the photography alone. So, and trying our best to um, recommend... The photographers that we do love to work with, to couples that don't have anybody booked yet, has been really helpful too. So we have like a a vendor love page on our website that lists all of the vendors for different categories, um, and in hopes that we can still continue to work with the same people.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And I have a, I do vendor recommendation guides to my couples when they book me, and I'm like, no, 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 you need to call Lori and Mike. (laughs) You know, (laughs) like you need to go here. And and I know that we have we book weddings because we work together. Like they'll hire me and they hire you or hire you and hire me. So I think it's like this nice symbiotic, you know, relationship where, you know, you know, we know what you're going to get when you, when you hire the both of us, Yeah, which is It good.
2: definitely helps. I don't have to take as many iPhone photos here before we leave because I know Janae is <laughs> going to take care of it. So it's, it's nice. It kind of takes a little weight off our shoulders in, in a way.
0: Yeah, no, that's a good, that's a good thing. Like, what do you do if you don't get any images or worse? They're like, um, terrible. Like, right. you, yeah, what,
2: you cry. <laughs> no, it's. I mean, it's, it's, I guess for us, like, the images are kind of like the icing on the cake. It's, it's not really a requirement from the couple, you know, so we try to be, I guess, realistic about our expectations of it. But um Like in the beginning years with the business, we really didn't focus on that as much. But then as we were going through our weddings and noticing that, oh, this really isn't our aesthetic or this photographer didn't take any photos of the flowers, you know, we have to be a little bit more particular and try to um, gain a little more control over it for our own portfolio sake, because we can take all the iPhone photos that we want here in the store. The couples really want to see the actual photos from the wedding. So that's important right. to some, to a lot of the couples, not, not everybody minds so much, but they, they want to see the actual um, images. Yeah,
1: and we take our own, <laughs> we take our own photos that they up.
2: Yeah, we do. But um, yeah, <laughs> we have so many stories of weird <laughs> um, images that we've gotten back where that the color is either oversaturated or undersaturated, or they just didn't take any photos of the flowers at all. So now we're just, like I said, um, just trying to be more particular and, it, and it's helping. Yeah, That's good. That's good. Well, that's also smart to take your own pictures too. I, I, sometimes I feel when I
0: see some, I, I never say like, don't take pictures because I'll see somebody else taking photos. And as the wedding photographer, you're the exclusive right. photographer. I put that in quotations, but you know, I'm not going to say no to the florist who's taking pictures that I haven't worked with before, because you know what, they don't know that i'm going to give them pictures but you know they sound it could be that they've been burned so many times that they've just taken it in their own hands which it sounds like you guys are doing too right yeah
2: we're trying i mean well what i mean by taking pictures we're we're mostly taking them with our phones so we don't have a camera that we bring with us um maybe going forward we should depending on who the who's um part of the day but um we wouldn't do that if we knew you were there because <laughs> you're right you don't <laughs> want to step on other people's yeah. toes um and you know I, there are there should be some boundaries
0: yeah but you also want to get pictures of your work too so it makes sense
2: <laughs> <laughs> so maybe you can share you know
0: a tip or three tips to our listeners that would be helpful for them to get great photos
2: for the florist
1: yeah yeah it goes right back to communication yeah i think, I think.
2: yeah go ahead yeah go ahead. uh reaching out beforehand shooting um the photographer an email and kind of making sure you're on the same page with the logistics you know maybe arriving a little early um, to make sure that they have the personal flowers for detail shots um providing some sort of um maybe small pieces of foliage or little flowers for styling i think that is something that really goes a long way um, with making the the photos extra special for the couple and other Mm -hmm. things i like to do are kind of um tell the photographer or show the photographer different ways that the bride can hold her bouquet. Um, because the bouquets we make are, are very, uh, you know, they, they can be held at different angles. So instead of just creating the one shot where it's in front of the, the torso, I think they're, you know, showing them how they can hold it over the shoulder and just to show that there's flexibility with the design to maybe inspire them to, um, take some different, um, shots or different angles. And
0: what else? Um, yeah, I like that one. I think it's nice to think outside the box with the bouquet because uh, you know, from a photography point of view, you know, it's like how many ways can you shoot it? But if you have something that's very organic or different, or you can put it in the arms, or you know, different. Yeah, not not all by the belly, right? Buttons, you know, <laughs> it'd be it. I think it's it's good diversity for you and also for the photographers. You know, to do something a little yeah, different.
2: Definitely, and you know, I, and I think. Um, just kind of going back to the, the logistics, like the more we know about the timeline, the better. So, knowing that there's a first look and the bouquet is maybe going to be out of water for a little longer than it would if there wasn't a first look, telling the photographer, you know, um, once this is done, uh, you know, or later on right before the ceremony, let me know when you're done taking photos and I'll take a look at the bouquet and tweak it and add some flowers to it to make in case anything's wilted because that does happen, especially during the summer. So we try our best to, I think, just um, stay on top of little details like that.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I think another thing you said I liked is to ask for flowers before for the like paper or details. And I feel like that's one thing for myself that I have to put in my tasks to do because I, I get to the wedding day and I'm like, Oh, I should have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I feel like, do you, would, would you guys get upset about that or cause it's another thing to do? Or would, do you think most florists would be, would want to do that?
2: Um, I think so.
1: We always have stuff on hand too. Yeah. There's always extra,
2: there's always extra, you know, there's always like little, and you don't really need a lot. It's not even something that would be like a separate line item on the couple's proposal. It's just kind of like, just bringing some loose pieces because I feel like a little bit goes a long way. So we don't get annoyed, And in fact, it's been something we have been doing on a more regular basis. I feel like more photographers, it seems are on board with that. And it's just something we've been doing. Even sometimes a couple reaches out to us and asks, you know, can you bring extra flowers for the photographer? That's awesome.
0: That's cool. I love when couples do that. It's so good. (laughs) So what about, what about things not to do with the flowers on a wedding day? Like, are there no-nos that anybody should know about?
1: I mean, besides the obvious of, well, the bouquet out of water is always an issue.
2: Um, yeah, pointing out to the photographer that the bouquet has its own. Well, this is how we deliver them. They each bouquet has its own vase, and that once photos are done, they should be put back in the vase. Like we're not present to help assist with that. They should be, you know, just letting the photographer know that the, the bouquet just can't sit out on the floor. It has to be put back in its vase, stay hydrated. Um, a big thing for me, I think is maybe trying to get some shots of the reception room in natural light. And I know that sometimes maybe you can let us know what your opinion on that is if we're asking too much. Um, but like getting those natural light shots of the room before it gets dark or before, um, you know, any uplighting is turned on. Like, is that too much to ask? I'm um, now I'm asking you a question in your podcast. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> no, it's no, it's a
2: conversation. It's perfect. I will, I will
0: say, you know, I would love, and I know a lot of photographers would prefer or just like to shoot it in daylight, to shoot it in natural light. But what happens is, is that the couple only has a certain amount of hours per day. You know, like they'll only book eight hours or they'll only book nine hours. And be- the way that the day is set up, I don't get to the reception room to cocktail right. hour. So if it is... You know, now where the light is, you know, extended till 830, like I can get as much as I can with natural light, but in, you know, come spring and winter when it's still daylight savings, like I, it's all, you know, it's all flash and stuff like that. So I, I totally get it. And when I work with planners, it's nice to, to ask for that, but you never, it's not always uh, possible. Right.
2: Yeah. That's understandable. It really yeah. depends on different factors. I'm sure.
0: I know. Yeah. I wish there could be like a table set up just out like, or just early enough. I wish there could be like one table done for me, like when I get to the venue or something like that, where I could take five minutes and shoot it in natural light and then go do something else. So maybe that's something we could work yeah. on together. Sort of. And a lot
2: of it depends on the venue and, and the staff, at what time they, they actually set. I mean, our flowers may on, be on the table, but maybe the full table isn't set up.
0: So Yeah. Yeah, or, or the chairs aren't there and so forth. So I, I totally understand.
2: It would be nice to have, right. but it's doesn't, doesn't right. happen very that's true. often. And I, I did actually think of, just yeah. think of another no-no. Um, yeah. You might agree with this. I'm um, taking pictures of boot ears with the pins in. That's like such a pet peeve oh, of yeah. mine. I don't know. Take the out. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well, that's a good one to hear because sometimes I feel like the pins give it like a nice directional like If you style it properly, it could look like these triangles and they're all going together. But I think I I always try to do one with the pin and one without because sometimes they have the cute um, groom or like best man and those tags are nice. So I think that could be – I like that. Yeah. So it depends. But yeah, I think one out, one one with is good. Oh, wait. Do you have any tips for – okay. So every wedding, there's the groomsmen don't know how to put these gluten in. Like, do you, ha- do you have tips for them? Like the brides or anybody listening to help them out? Cause I- it ends up on the photographer's shoulders. Most of the time, if the florist or planner doesn't do it. Right.
2: Yeah. So, you know, we try our best to do that, but sometimes with the, with the way the logistics work for the day um, we might not be present. Um, so the trick is to pin from behind the lapel so that you don't see the pins. It's just a cleaner look. And we always provide two pins. So you pin, one going up and the other going down, but it has to be at the right angle so that the pin isn't actually going through the boutonniere. So it's kind of it's a little tricky, but that's that's how we pin them on.
0: Oh, that's I've been doing it right. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure you have been. <laughs> one up, one down. That's all. Oh, that's so great. I kind of thought I made that up, but obviously no, that's not. That's it. That's
2: all. That's all. That's
0: all there is to it. Oh, that's awesome. Good. That's a good tip for everybody listening. I love it. So you guys have your own podcast, right? It's called uh, Juggling with Flowers. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
2: Juggling with Flowers. Yep. Yeah. So what's that about?
1: Um, Basically just bringing context to people in the industry or people looking to get in, into forestry.
2: Right. Just kind of um, just kind of journaling in a way, just kind of bringing people more into the behind the scenes of our job and um just kind of I don't know being open and honest about some of the struggles or challenges that we're facing and then also some of the you know um the great things that happen the good experiences we have so we try to keep it positive but honest and Mm -hmm. and yeah that's what it's about we kind of it's hard it is hard because you know, that's kind of what we've been struggling with lately with the podcast. Uh, just kind of feeling like, you know, there's a lot of things that we want to talk about, but then we don't ever want to come off as, as negative or cynical and
1: ungrateful.
2: Yeah, ungrateful. Because it's a hard job, you know, but we love what we do and but we want to be honest. So it's it's tricky kind of uh balancing all those different elements of it. But that's pretty much what's what it's about. We've been slacking lately. We haven't had an episode in a while. Yep. <laughs> Well, it is it wedding is. season, so you you you're given a pass. It's okay.
0: It's it'll al- it'll always be there, so people can go. Uh, I'll link it in the show notes so everyone okay. can go and listen. But yeah, I think it's hard. You know, I I started Tea with Janae to be like an honest voice in the wedding photography um, education because I just felt like everyone was being taken advantage of by photographers and you know styled shoots, and you're not they're not teaching anything, and you know just not giving like real advice. So I think you know, when you know what your why is and like why you want to be, you know, helping other florists, like get into the business, like you have to be honest, you know, like it's not, it's not always, it's not easy. I don't think any day is easy. Like, you know, you might have your wins, but you also have like tough days too. That's true. Yeah. But when you have a win, it's like, that's true. Yeah. We
2: have, Yeah. It's really really funny. I'm I'm sure you see it with photography too. Like the industry is just really in a funny, at a funny point right now. Like we have people that will DM us out of nowhere saying, asking how, how to get into floristry, how to become a floral designer. Um, Can I, can I come and work for you and and you teach me and it's, and it's, and it kind of doesn't work that way. You know, you can't really just jump into it um, unless you find a company that's willing to take that chance. Um, But if you don't have anything to show, for it already like maybe it's a design that you created in a workshop or something that you even did in your home I just think that people think there's like a like it just something that happens overnight instantly like you can just decide one day you want to be a floral designer and really um I've been designing flowers for almost 20 years now a lot of people don't know that because the business has only been open for seven but I I started um you know, scrubbing buckets, processing flowers, sweeping the floor, and just kind of advance that way. And um, so, so yeah, I think that um, that's kind of what we're we're trying to like put out there, I guess, like to tell people to kind of slow down, have a little patience with it, and um, you know, if it's something you want to pursue, great, but understand that it's not something that happens instantly overnight.
0: Yeah, no, that is that is awesome advice because I was reading this um, book about mindset. I don't know if you guys you, – you've probably read it. We yes. love Gary Vee. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, one of the books he recommended was a mindset book. And I thought it was really interesting in the book where they talk about people who are naturally talented. I say naturally with quotes because they're not naturally talented. They just do it all the time and they do it over and over and over again. And that's how they become good at something. And that's like one mindset. And then the other mindset was the fixed mindset where, you know, they can't do it and I'm not going to try. Mm. So it was just this like the, growth, the growth mindset and the fixed mindset. And I think with what you're saying, you know, about, you know, you put in, you know, blood, sweat, and tears to get where you are. And the same, you know, same with me. You know, it just – you don't wake up one day and you're like, I'm a great photographer. It's like, no, you're probably a really – you know, maybe you have an eye, but you're probably a shape right. photographer <laughs> and, and to, <laughs> until you practice – and figure out all the stuff, you know. Yeah. And I think that I think that's what people today or in general they don't want to put in the time to learn the craft to to become the you know the top in their industry. Absolutely. You know what I mean?
2: I think everybody's shitty when they first start something. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> I should dig up some photos from back in the day. But um, yeah, it's a process, and and I think it's I think people should try to find like comfort in that. Like it's like in comfort in the journey of it,
1: the learning process of it. So it's just hard because nobody talks about it today. Right. Everybody's, you know, people are scared to say certain things. And I mean, we're in that situation with the podcast, you know, because you, it's, it's a really fine line of coming off like ungrateful and not appreciative, but at the same token, like it's real. And, you know, people just don't want to hear that. Not the world we live in today, and it's right. you know it's you live in a world where you press a button and then it's at your door in a day or two, and they just think that right. translates towards you know a profession or anything really and it you know it's just not the case, and it's unfortunate, but you know it is what it is
0: mm-hmm. yeah i and I think the other thing to think about or like just to know is that like though people who don't put in the effort won't won't be around that long. No. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, photographers, you know, I not naming any names, but people had started when I started and then they're no longer in business because they just couldn't, they didn't want to do it anymore or they just couldn't, you know, fake it anymore basically. And it's, you know, it's sad, but it's also like, well, you know, if you have the, if you have the talent, you'll be around. And I think for people listening, you know, if you're just starting out. You know, you're going to get frustrated. It's going to be hard, but you'll get better every day. And you'll know something that you, you didn't know yesterday. You'll know today and so forth. And you just you got to keep going. Yeah, you know? absolutely.
2: We see the same in our, in our industry. I, I think that you really have to – you can't idolize it to this, like, um, this answer to get out of your day job that you're not happy with. I think it has to be something that you really have a passion for because that passion is going to help you get through – those tough days. And there are a lot of tough days where, you know, you feel defeated, um, you feel not appreciated or undervalued. If there's a lot of emotion, uh, emotions that go on too, I think with creatives and their, and their businesses. So, um, the passion definitely helps you survive long-term.
1: And failures are far more important than a success story. Like, you know, everybody loves, the guy winning or girl winning but you know to lose it's it's so much more powerful that's how you learn there's only way you're going to learn is if you fail at something so you have to embrace that yeah yeah
0: it might sting you have to brush off your knees yeah. but you get back up and right. and you keep going exactly. right exactly right. Oh, i love this this is like we we ended on a little inspirational yes. note i think that's really <laughs> good i'm glad <laughs> Yeah. So thank you guys so much for being here. This was amazing. And you know what? Let's tell everybody how they can find out more about you guys and say hello online.
2: Sure. So you can check us out on Instagram. We're super active there. So it's um, Ava Flora. That's um, A-V-A Flora, F-L-O-R-A. And um, where else are we? Website. Website, avaflora.com. We're on Facebook, but Not super active. Um, Instagram is kind of the spot (laughs) to find us Um, for the Juggling with Flowers podcast as well. We have a separate Instagram for that.
0: Awesome. And I will list all these links in the show notes. So, you guys who are listening or driving, uh, you can check it out when you're pulled over. (laughs) 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 Or uh, you guys can check it out at any time and you can say hi to Lori and Mike. So, thank you guys so much for having me. Thank you. This is
2: so fun. Yeah, this is awesome. Bye. Bye, guys.
0: that's it you guys thank you so much for being here a huge shout out and a big thank you to mike and Lori for taking time out of their day to be a guest i love you guys it was so much fun i know we got a little inspirational there at the end but you know what i really truly feel like sharing your heart being honest with your audience is definitely the way to go So if you guys want to say hi and find out more about Mike and Lori, you can go to www.avaflora.com. They're on Instagram at the same name, and I will list all this information in the show notes. So you guys can just pop on over there and click the links. Don't forget to let them know that you listened to the show and that you loved what they had to say. So again, to you guys, thank you so much for listening. And I can't wait for us to share our next cup of tea together. Bye, you guys.